Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest, in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to the show wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube at The Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. You can plop us a follow on Spotify or toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? Doing dandy. Yeah, I don't. That's not even how you say that phrase. Uh, Quite dandy. I don't know. I'm fine. How are you, (laughs) dude? I'm doing fantastic. So you know, usually we record Kyle on Wednesday nights. Yes, not not the case. We're recording on a Monday afternoon. Yes. So expect some type of car to pass by. Is all I'm saying, folks. (laughs) Expect some type of dog to bark. Because this hasn't happened for a while. But like, we record last week. Yep. And all of a sudden, some big news comes out. And Gigantic. so you, that is partially why you're getting a bonus episode this week. And of course, we're going to have a big one after the Game Awards on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. So that's why you have this nice little episode here. Because, yeah, there is a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about Project Spartacus by PlayStation to Spice. rival that of the Xbox Game Pass. We're going to be talking about how PlayStation has fired a creep from their company. And also, we're going to be talking about some drama around the Game Awards right before the show starts. And again, like Kyle said, just to, you know, because it bears repeating, we will have another show this week on Friday covering the aftermath, all the things we saw, all the biggest surprises, all the biggest reveals, what Jeff Keighley did or didn't say on stage, all that fun stuff on friday so look at that in the morning it should be there for you with that i want to open the show with a uh, question from the audience this has become a very popular thing people are like like i want this question for the beginning of the show Mm -hmm. forget middle forget you know during the main topic forget after the show no 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 forget the yeehaw forget the yeehaw (laughs) Right here, right now. So you can send us your questions over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter, or you could join our Discord server and send us questions there. Uh, Struples and Bits. Love the name. Best name I've ever heard all day. (laughs) Writes in, what's your the one that got away game this year? The game or games you really wanted to play, but just couldn't get around to for one reason or the other. Also... New patron here. Thank you uh, for keeping me company during my FedEx roots. Love the show. Well, thank, thank you, you for becoming a patron, man. Yeah. Kyle, what's the game that got away from you, bud? Uh, bud. Uh, <laughs> that's an easy one because I've played most of the bigger games this year. Yeah. Um, and for the first time when it comes to like the Game Awards on Thursday, I feel super prepared to mm-hmm. talk about every game. Um but the one that got away and as an RPG fan hurts, it's Tales of Arise. Or as yeah. I said earlier in this year, Tales of Arise or Arise. <laughs> Try to be fancy with it. Yeah, it's Tales of Arise. I've heard nothing but great things. I know friends of the show. Uh, I believe Sean Capri absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, it's just like I, I just slipped on by and, and not having, you know, 
a job affects what I can buy and can't buy kind of thing. Sure. So it kind of slipped away. So I'm hoping to play that at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. But the future is just like lots of games coming, man. It's I don't know so when many. I'm going to fit a hundred hour RPG or whatever it is. Dude, like, <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk about it in, in soon, but like the the, the horizon, like oh, little gifts we're seeing. God. Oh my goodness gracious, dude. Like that's too much. And, and you like amazing. to say, oh, just delay it, right? Get Elden Ring. Yeah. Elden Ring is first and foremost. Get out of the way from that. No, no, no. No, 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 no. And those gifts today are 100% the reason why we need that game as soon as possible. ASAP. <laughs> um, what I, I think Tales of Arise would be a good get out of jail free card with me because I feel like every but you're game not that an if, RPG guy, though. I'm not a JRPG guy as well, yeah, but oh, like yeah. playing that. Playing that demo and just hearing all the yelling kind of tuned me out of it. <laughs> sure. Um, but like they're like I feel like what's already gotten away from me is like games like Solar Ash that I was super mm-hmm. into, totally for totally forgot about it, and then suddenly they're like, Hey, here to remind you, it's out today. I'm like, Oh darn it. Yeah. Or like chorus, I'm hearing really good things about chorus and like, nope. I, I I'm I'm in too deep. Yeah. I got way too many games to play. I like some forty one. I guess I'm not. I'm not a Sum Forty One fan. Oh. Well, they had that song <laughs> in too deep. That's why I said it. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I got Ruined King. I'm still playing True Colors. Like I'm getting through Death's Door. So like I feel like by the time the Christmas break happens, that's when I want to break out the old good old fashioned Bloodborne and get that DLC out of the way. Um, so like I just got I got I got my games. I got no regrets. No regrets. Yeah. yeah. It's been a good year. It Lots has games been. To play. It has been. Also, can I just say it's been, it's been like probably one of the best weeks, just to be Joseph. <laughs> we got into the Spider Verse too. Sorry, across, across the, the Spider Verse part, part one. one, and yes. it looked so good. So good. Oh, did Joe cry? like? Here's how I found. Here's how I saw it, Kyle. I you know, I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Sitting on the toilet. Sitting and the toilet. I got a tweet going, you gotta, you got like my inbox just started to blow up. And they're like, <laughs> across the Spider-Verse. I was like, what? And I watched that two-minute clip, and uh that's a moment of me crying on the toilet. So <laughs> it's been an emotional roller coaster of good yeah. news for me. Did not realize that we're getting two parts. Oh my god. And Oscar I, Isaac is gonna be Well, Spider-Man. he was the voice in the, the first one. Mm-hmm. Yep, twenty eighty eight, so, like so good. I think. Sorry, twenty ninety nine, so good. Yeah. Oscar Isaac, everything he's in just gets Absolutely. elevated. Yeah. All right, now let's start talking about some PlayStation. Gosh darn it! Let's do it. It's time for our Patreon pitch. Of course, have we ever gotten you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it really does help us out. If you consider tossing a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room, it's the reason why the show looks so good, sounds so great. It's because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And we got some really big news coming in the next two weeks, and it's only possible. It's your generosity. It's going to be pretty wild. So with that, I want to thank our newest members, Struubles and Bits. Name so good, we got to say it twice on the show at the gold tier. Here's another one. Here's another great one. Any day now at great the silver name. tier. 
I love that name. Dang it. So good. Tom Roper, also professional. I dig it as well. At the Silver Plus tier, I want to thank our platinum patrons, Todd Burowitz, Too Soon, and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Brad Presnell, Gavin Goffrey, Jose Jimenez, Jedi, Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Robbie Bobby Miller, and Fiona. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Nakajaka. Marcus O'Neill, oh, it's just Ray, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadis Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Todd Roper again, Brendan Zachary, Rick Arrington, Dewane Roxa, Mannix, The Good Sir, Trucker Sloth, and Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots. <sighs> Thank you guys <laughs> for being as amazing as you all are. Now, it is time. To square up the news. The first bit of news that needs to be squared up is from Andy Robinson over at VGC. And Andy writes, PlayStation will launch it will launch its Game Pass rival next spring, it's claimed. Details have emerged on an Xbox Game Pass competitor service reportedly being planned by PlayStation. According to documents seen by Bloomberg, the new subscription service is currently codenamed Spartacus. And will combine Sony's current PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now services, phasing out the branding of the latter. The service, which is expected to launch next spring, will be available on both PS4 and PS5 and be structured across three payment tiers, it's claimed. The first would include existing PlayStation Plus benefits, such as online play and free monthly titles. The second would offer a large catalog of games similar to Microsoft's Game Pass service. The third tier would add extended demos, game streaming, and a library of classic PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. Bloomberg states that PlayStation didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. The launch, if accurate, would position PlayStation against Microsoft's popular Game Pass subscription service. Speaking to GamesIndustry.biz last September, Sony Interactive Entertainment boss Jim Ryan claimed a subscription-type model would be unsustainable for PlayStation Studios because it often sees its first-party First party game budgets grow to, quote, well over $100 million, end quote. While it's been claimed that Xbox Game Pass has yet to amass enough subscribers to make it profitable, Xbox boss Phil Spencer said last October that the company has no plans to increase the price of the service. Former PlayStation executive Sean Layden echoed Ryan's sentiment in an interview this summer, in which he questioned the long-term prospects of the Xbox Game Pass business model. Quote, It's very hard to launch a $120 million game on a subscription service charging $9.99 a month, he said. You pencil it out. You're going to have to have 500 million subscribers before you start to recoup your investment, end quote. Wow. So this news came out on Friday of all days. Yep. And that's why I literally, I texted Kyle, I was like, what do we do? Do we launch on a oh, Monday? Yeah. Do we launch on a Tuesday? What, what's, what's the game plan here? Because there's we gotta, no we way we talk can't about, talk about this. We got to talk about Spartacus. Okay. God, Spartacus. What a, good name. What what a, a great name. name. It's like, yeah, we're entering the, the you know, the, the Coliseum, sons. Like, I that's, am Spartacus. Like, what a dope name. Yeah. You get a lot of, like, remember the GameCube? What was it? Blue Dolphin? Uh, Blue Dolphin, yeah. And I believe was it wasn't, I mean, the, PSVR was... Orpheus or Morbius? Mor- yeah. Morpheus. Morpheus or Orpheus? Something I'm like going to look that up. But Orpheus, okay. I believe, was one of them, I think. Yeah, or- Orpheus, I think. Because we're thinking Morpheus because of the... Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, Project Mor- Morpheus Matrix. Was, yeah, okay. uh, was VR. You had Wii, which was the revolution. Yeah. I think, what was it? Xbox was just the direct box, the direct Xbox or something like that. Orbis, great names. Orbis was PS4. That's where Orbis. I got him. 
mixed Oof. up. Yeah. All right. Orpus or whatever. <laughs> and and the great. PS4 Pro is Neo. Remember Neo? That, that's cool. Neo's dope. Yeah, Neo's a good ass name. Okay. I so, just realized that. Well, hold on. Yeah. PSVR and PS4 Pro have Matrix code names. Morpheus Ooh. and Neo. Could this be? Uh, Maybe it's cool. a sign that we're in the Matrix. That's cool. Here's the thing. <laughs> cool code names aside, I want to get to our first question of the day, which comes from Toxic, who writes, curious to hear your opinions and theories on this Game Pass quote-unquote rival service they're developing. I'm noticing a clear debate on whether a day or day, sorry, day in or day not, day Day and date release. Goodness gracious. My brain is not firing right there. Is required to make up the service actually competitive. Thoughts? I don't think it's a requirement, but to be competitive, to the pricing has to be right. I, the, Joe, I, first of all, I apologize for laughing. But the, when you were doing that, I instantly thought of that little boy in that viral YouTube video <laughs> where he's like in front of like the photo day at school backdrop and goes, did you ever wish you could like, do, when you, when you grow up and you, and you think you, and you think you can't and you, and you, you try and you, you, that's, that's what's going in my brain as you're growing. Um, my brain's like, I do not compute what's going on here. So Kyle, okay. First yes. and foremost, this, there's a lot in this service. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. You're talking about building a catalog of PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. That's pretty freaking awesome. Yes. But there is this thing of, well, is it worth it if, you know, even you got PS4 and they'll they'll even throw in some PS5 games in there. Mm-hmm. But do you think that in order to be competitive, this thing has to have a day one all PS5 games? You know, day like, and day, like PlayStation service. Studio games, day and day, yeah, type of thing. Yeah, uh, I don't think they need that. No. Not at all. I think they make just as much money now without it, uh, with those titles, and people yeah. buy them up because they are the big PlayStation exclusive games that they are, um, and people are going to buy them regardless. <laughs> I think everything else in the service is just f- from what. It might be is perfect for me. Yeah. Um. I the only thing I want from any PlayStation Game Pass service is give me that back catalog of the library of PlayStation games. And if you're gonna go all the way back and give me a collection of games from PS One, Two, Three, and the PSP, sign me up. I will drop what I will take every change that I can find in a <laughs> five mile radius. Go to a coin star yeah. and then use that money to sign up for the service currently because I just. I need to play, be able to have a place where I can play these older games when I want to. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, here, here's another question for you just to tack on with that. Yeah. Is this um, on a device emulation or is this through cloud emulation? I mean, I think it makes sense to have it through the cloud because they've been uh, investing in that kind of architecture for a long time now. Yeah. Yeah. And like e- even teaming up with Microsoft to talk about the Azure servers. Like I, I feel like that is the way they're going to go. I think it's a smart way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's what it's going to be. I I think so too, though. I don't want it to, I would Fair. like the emulation on the device itself with the choice of cloud, uh, you know, 
to be implemented if I'm like on the bus or whatever, you know, totally playing fair. through mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm thinking now. Okay. To take a step back for me, does this service need to be day and date with PlayStation games? No, no, because here's the thing. As much as I'd love it to trust me, I would love all PlayStation games to be mirror game pass. Give yeah. me that 15 bucks a month. I'll play horizon or whatever. They know for damn well, I'm going to go out there, buy that $300, you know, statue edition of Horizon, right? They know they got me. I know they got me. And I know that it's, it's to me worth that price, right? So no, their IP are way too powerful to pass up on the day one sales. And I, I, I can't help but reiterate this enough. When we talk about Game Pass, I get it. It's really great. And the service is fantastic. And it is the best deal in gaming and all that. Look at how many third-party publishers are putting their games in day and date. And you will find that it's only the IP that they are unsure about, or it's a months after the, the window of its release, or even year or years after its release. Take a look at um, Back for Blood, for example. That is a new IP. That is a lot of risk. To a publisher and so yeah a publisher will be like okay yeah we'll cover the development cost because we really don't know where this game's going to land so if you're willing to pay it we're willing to to take that money same with i always forget their names uh the people can fly game this year um that came out and everybody was aggravated at the servers um outriders outriders i always think it starts with a d outriders this is an ip we unsure of its potential we're unsure if it's going to sell okay i'll take that game pass money i am not seeing a whole lot of publishers going yep day and date let let's go even with ea play we'll see their games come to the service but months after their release like six to eight months after their release so there is an importance to that day one tale I think that is important when we talk about what Sean Layden echoed of it's very hard to launch a game, a, tw- a $120 you know, million dollar game on a subscription service. I, I do get that. And that, yeah, the current subscription model, I think the way that Jim Ryan sees it is unsustainable for them because they don't have the big wallet that Microsoft has. But Kyle, what if it's like theatrical movies, right? And, uh-huh. and I do want to give us the pat on the back. Because we've been saying this for over, like, yeah, yeah. two years now. If you were going to say it, I was going to wait till you're done. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> Please, bring it up, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, no, we've been saying on here, this is this is what we've wanted, is what PlayStation has over Xbox is the long-running library of games. And yeah. to have access to them is such a huge selling point. If they're not going to do the backwards compatibility where you can put in a disc and be able to play it that way or download it from the store as a way to like often authenticate that you own the game yeah um just give us access to that catalog because at this point it's been so long since those those consoles it's it's hard to not not just hard but it's you know extra money on top to find the console and find a memory card and find all yeah. this stuff to play a game from your childhood so yeah we've been saying for a long time we want that service we want to be able to showcase PlayStation Now cuz PlayStation Now is a good service it just is always in the gigantic shadow of what Game Pass is yeah yeah i, I thought you were going to say what this service ha- 
is what we've been saying it since day one. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, yes, yeah. What is in this article? This is what we've been saying, Absolutely. and it doesn't take like you know a crystal ball to show you. It's literally from the moment that you know you saw the CEOs of PlayStation and Microsoft shake hands, you knew where this was going. Yeah. Right through all the patents that suggest emulation on a cloud-based service, we could see where this was going. So when I take a look at like what PlayStation could do or should do, I take a look at it like theatrical movies where, yeah, if you want Horizon Zero Dawn, just like how you want to see Spider-Man, um, you're going to go day one and buy that. Yeah. Or you're going to wait till the theater clears up on week one. Or you're going to see if there's a sale on, you know, month two Mm -hmm. and then later down the line once they've gotten your holiday money on black friday next year that game comes onto the subscription service and then the people that really weren't on board or maybe excited or willing to take the risk take that risk yeah and um and yeah that's that's kind of what i'm seeing this subscription service being that said cloud side rights oh yeah before we get to cloud side can i Throw this out at you. Do you think Sony? I get okay. I'm backtracking my question as I'm saying it out loud. (laughs) Uh, because I realized it wasn't Sony, it was MLB. But like, do you think that seeing the show and, and being on Game Pass day one did that get some wheels turning over at Sony and be like, okay, how will this look for us? in the future as, uh, as part of a service and, and whatnot. It's kind of like we, we talked about it when, yeah. when it happened, it was just like, yeah, PlayStation probably not thrilled that MLB sure. signed that deal with Xbox, but they, they then had a example, an analytical factual example of how this service could benefit them and how and much money they probably made on the microtransactions for the stubs for the absolutely so it's a good trial run for them yeah um so though they were thrilled i bet they were all right with it just on that analytical data and i think they also know that they're losing the messaging war oh yeah that every sure. week there's something new and they want to be in there as well and you're right playstation now is a good service now like i'm yeah. tired of people saying it sucks it's good it's very like, good. Yeah. There are good games in there mm-hmm. that when they come out of Game Pass, they enter PlayStation Now. And when games exit PlayStation Now, they end up in Game Pass. Like the service is good. It's not as great as Game Pass is, but it's good. So to have more eyes on it as well is is great. Now that said, Cloudside writes in as he says, a lot of people are saying that for a while that Sony needed a game pass rival. And that AAA blockbuster and PlayStation trademark that they wouldn't be able to use these in a Game Pass style day and date. I think it will be interesting to find out how they implement this to rival Game Pass. How successful do you think Sony will be in implementing the service? All right, this is where I get pretty pretty fanboyish. It's gonna sound really fanboyish. All right, you ready? Go for it. Yeah. I don't think this. Well, first caveat. I don't think this is their aim to take down game pass right because i think right off the bat when we say there's no day and date that the rivalry game pass still better service sure but i don't think that's playstation's end goal i think it's about building that slowly in time while selling your games at a premium um how successful do i think they're going to be at it 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 depends on what their what their idea of success is but i think it's going to be good because 
And I think it's going to be very successful because when you look at PlayStation now, it's a great service yeah, or a good service. When you take a look at PlayStation Plus, that is a great service. When PlayStation tries, they could be really good at the service front. Just mm-hmm. take a look at the games that we've gotten over this past year through PlayStation Plus, through the PlayStation Collection. There are dozens of games worth your time and worth that chance. So I actually think they could be very successful uh, just in terms of what type of success they're aiming for. Are they going to dethrone uh, Game Pass? No. No. But it's going to be a good service. Kyle, what say you, sir? Uh, Yeah, I agree with you. I'm sorry. I had a thought. I'm trying to Google something. I was just (laughs) thinking, when did did PS Plus come before? Not before, but Around the same time or after Games with Gold? Uh, before, because Games with it Gold. Came before. Yeah. Games okay. with Gold copied PlayStation Plus. Okay. So then, yeah, this is just like the inverse. Pretty much. Yeah. It's a definite inverse. And, and we, we see how great PS Plus has been from the beginning, pretty much, yeah. uh, to, to Games with Gold being not as valuable because Game Pass is where it's at now. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like. Games with the, I'm sure it's still going, but I feel like not a lot of people take advantage oh, of it. Oh, <laughs> the, the in-joke with that crowd is that Games of Gold is just terrible and they need to end it. Sure. Because there's nothing great in it. I think the last great game they've had was, was Gears 5 back in February. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not great. Uh, Captain Logan writes, there's no denying that Game Pass is the best deal in gaming, though. No, there is not. Will Sony service have an offer introductory pl- price similar to Game Pass at $1 for a month or three months to help with adoption follow-up? Do you think they can offer an upgrade path similar to Xbox for those who are on PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Now? Okay, so remember Game Pass? They were like, hey, man, we'll g- a dollar a month. Come on by. Yeah. <laughs> please and that helped grow that fan base right into something substantial and it looks like a lot of those people stayed on and it was a huge success for xbox so i think that's a no-brainer i think playstation copies that as well oh yeah for sure or whether it's like for already existing playstation plus members here's like 30 days of what this expanded service can be for kind of like a free thing yeah and then after that month, then you can opt in to to pay real world money for it, something like that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, no, I do. Do they are they going to have an upgrade pass similar to Xbox for those? I think similar to what you just said. You know, oh, if you already have PlayStation Plus, here's a discounted price. But they're yeah. not going to go as crazy as like, hey, we're going to convert every month of Xbox Live and you know give yeah, you a yeah. month yeah, yeah, for yeah, free yeah, no. type of thing. I don't think they're going to go that crazy no. uh, in, in transitioning those services. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, Yuna writes in, Hey, guys. I think the combination of PS Now and PlayStation Plus with this new Spartac- Spartacus Spartacus is a good thing because both services together are a good deal for the player. You're just... You know what, you know, you're so smart and so right. Uh, the good thing here, sorry, the thing I'm thinking of is going to be the rival of Game Pass and be a better deal, or will it have pros and cons to the person picking between this and Game Pass? I, I, I think Sony will, if it is what we expect it to be, they will always lose that battle if it's mm-hmm. if, that it's better than Game Pass because we're not getting Xbox Game Studio games day and date. Yes. So I think it will lose that battle every single time. But will the value that you get from 
this Spartacus uh, service. Is it going to rival that? Absolutely, because of the sheer wealth of older games that are going to be on there. Yeah, I think uh, rival is such a we a gotcha word, and it's a great yeah, for a title. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's here the rival. I think it's here to be again. Uh, I've said this countless times on this show. If Xbox is the Netflix of gaming, this service is going to be the Hulu, mm-hmm. where it's not as good as Netflix, but you know what? It has the hands me tale. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like it has some incredible content that's worth being subscribed to. Like we're subscribed to in this household. Um, and yeah, it's going to, it's going to be like that. I don't think it's going to be the best thing in the world. I don't think it's going to light the world on fire, but it's going to be that equivalent kind of what you, you said earlier with games of gold to PlayStation plus, right? It's that equivalent esque service. I think it's the yeah. equivalent, not rival. And, um, Actually, before I say the next part, Dewane Roxa writes in, do you think we'll ever see additional media rolled into PlayStation Plus service? They tested the Sony Studio movies in limited parts of Europe recently, and if it doesn't cost extra money to track or tacking Crunchyroll onto the offering would help offset that, I don't think we'll ever see the day and date first party games be free. This is 100% what they're going to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing that Xbox does as well with Game Pass. There are perks that Game Pass members have, like I think a 70-day trial to Crunchyroll as well. I think there's a... Uh, don't you get like a Spotify month in there or something yeah. like that as well? A- absolutely. Yeah. This is... You're definitely going to see... Look at what look at what we're seeing with PlayStation. We're seeing the most collaborative this company has ever been um, between its different businesses. Look at that Spider-Man trailer and look at how it ends with the PlayStation ad. Look at that Uncharted movie and look at how it ends with a PlayStation ad, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think you're going to see some of their movies, some of their music, and their assets like Crunchyroll being added to the service to give you perceived more value or more bang for your buck. Um, I don't think they're going to be like the main offerings, but they're going to be that nice little incentive more than yeah. anything. Yeah, I agree with that. Do you I think d- there's anything? Oh, sorry. Go for it. No, you, you ask your question first. Yeah, do no. you think there's anything we're missing here? Like you got, you know, PSP, PS1, PS2, PS3 games in here. I get it. We're missing Vita games. I was about to say, are you... Where, where are you coming at with this? <laughs> I, I understand. But, like, if there's, you know, different media attached to it, yeah. do, you, do you think there is a way to help better this thing that is, oh, yeah, there's no day and date, you know, I th- uh, PlayStation 1 games? Also, I, if I, I'm, I'm sorry, audience. I just noticed I'm a fidgeter when it comes to things. So I have this marker, and I've been making a noise with it. Oh, I haven't heard Whoops. anything on my end, Jeff. All right, so. good. Um, Whoops. I think I don't think there is going to be a sting of day and date. I think mm. there's going to be so much, so many things on there. If it is what we dream it is, that I, I don't think people are going to be feeling a sting of having a PlayStation Studios game not be there the day one. I, I, I think you said it perfectly. I think we've said it perfectly. I th- we're going to buy those big games no matter what. I think that yeah. goes for a lot of people. Um, yeah, because we're I, suckers. Yeah, we're, we're sure we are. We're suckers. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, the thing I was going to bring up was, I hope that they do a good job as far as the messaging of what games are available on this service. Because mm. PlayStation Now can has been 
a little finicky and not the greatest uh, on some of their games. Like, yeah. you can play this game until, you know, three weeks. It's yeah. up there for three weeks and then it's gone. It Sometimes it's being able to download it. Sometimes it's streaming only. Just, yeah. like, make sure that messaging is clear and uh, and we'll be good. So here's here's my my last tidbit of how we combat this lack of day day and date, um, and what I want this service to be. So first, yeah, give me the backlog of catalog of of PS One, PS Two, PS Three, PSP games, and soon to be oh. Vita. Uh, also, hopefully PSVR. I think that'd be a great deal for PSVR. Too. Absolutely, give me the ability of playing these games offline. Yes, you'll need to check if we have the service. So, like, you need to be online for it, but it's similar to Game Pass where they just check your account. Yeah. Um, give me that ability. And then on the similar front, you know, of course, make those marketing deals with third party to get some cool games in there for sure. But I think the most important thing is sales. Like PlayStation Plus gives you some really great incentives in terms of, you know, exclusive sales that you can only get when you're a PlayStation Plus member. This is something I've echoed on past episodes. Give us a PlayStation permanent discount on first party games. And I think this is the incentive where, oh, you get 15% off of every PlayStation first party game. PlayStation Studios game. And then all of a sudden those $70 games become $60 games. That's smart. That's and super so smart. you think you got that inherent value and now you're like, oh, I got a little discount on top of this right here. Yeah. Give us those discounts for your first party in, in new games. And I think you're going to have people very excited for this. And yes, throw in some transmedia stuff in there as well. But I'm really liking the idea that this is a service. We'll be seeing this in, in spring and it gives something ammo for PlayStation to be as loud and proud about their backlog that Xbox is because Xbox has the smallest culture, the smallest history yet does the best to embrace its history. So hopefully that does the same for PlayStation as well. Follow up. Yeah. Is this big enough to have a state of play to showcase? Do you think it's better off being showcased on a direct style video presentation or like a a blog post great question this needs to be a state of play absolutely does yeah no blog post nothing this needs to be a big event yes it does so that's why i'm thinking like next spring is like the rollout are we going to get one maybe after horizon like march or before horizon maybe before it yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe they introduce it. Like, maybe they don't roll out the, like, here's the service state of play. They give no. us a state mm-hmm. of play to look forward to for six months type of deal. Yes. Headline it with Horizon and new surprises, and this be the final surprise. Yeah. I, yeah. That works for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this is getting revealed at the Game Awards. No. Though, that would be pretty cool, but it's too far out. You hey, want this to kind of be soonish. Yeah. I agree. You know what else would be cool? What's that? Having a message being said on the show itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like this next story we're going to talk about? Yeah, you know, just eh, possibly could be related. <laughs> Who knows? Danielle Pardis over GamesIndustry.biz writes, Jeff Keighley says Activision Blizzard will not be a part of the Game Awards. In a Twitter statement, Keighley wrote, quote, Beyond its nominations, I can confirm that Activision Blizzard will not be a part of this year's The Game Awards. 
The Game Awards is a time of celebration for the industry, the biggest form of entertainment in the world, he continued. There is no place for abuse, harassment, or predatory practices in any company or any community, end quote. Keeley's statement follows criticism over his recent interview with the Washington Post, which noted that he is thinking about how to navigate the event's involvement with Activision Blizzard in light of the many allegations of sexual misconduct, misconduct, discrimination, and alleged violations of equal pay laws uh, leverage against the company this year. Quote, we have to think very carefully about how to proceed here, Keeley added during the interview, expressing support for people coming forward, but not wanting to stop developers from showcasing their work. He did also state that two upcoming Activision Blizzard titles, Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2, will not appear during the awards show. While the games will not be showcased, Activision President Rob Kostic... Kostic? Uh, is still listed as part of the game's game awards advisory board the internet also served a reminder that keely took a stand against konami back in 2015 when the firm prevented hideo kojima from collecting an award from metal gear solid 5 and this is me adding something in here boy did the internet serve a reminder to jeff keely uh it was everywhere and rightfully so yeah, so this um, this angered me a great deal on yes. many different levels, Kyle. And remember that when we were about to record, I told you that this episode oh, I this chose one. violence. This is the chose violence thing. Oh yeah, oh All yeah. Right, I'm down. I'm ready. I'll join you in this. <laughs> so yeah, Jeff Keeley. Um, there's an interview with Kotaku, and y'all know how I feel about Kotaku. They're a hit and a miss sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he pretty much says, "Listen, um, paraphrasing here, but he's like, I." I understand and I sympathize with everybody at Activision Blizzard and what they're going through right now, but at the same exact time, I want to showcase their art, which in one point, I'm like, that's fair, because you know what? Listen, A, you're a business, B, you're a creator, and I'm not here to dictate what other creators want to say or not say at whatever content that they make. But there's two issues with that statement. One, you set a precedent. So, you know, I think it was like the first or second year of the Game Awards, you know, Jeff on stage served two minutes of him talking at length as to why Kojima could not be a part of that year's Game Awards, calling out Konami. That was in 2015. Yeah. So you set that precedent. Yeah. Right. And then on the second. they were booing Konami. And they were booing Konami. The crowd was booing Konami and cheering on Jeff as he was saying this. Because he was defending a developer and a great mind of this industry. Okay. So right there, that quote seems like you're kind of, you're kind of being a little hypocritical, right? And then if you just do the littlest of cyber sleuthing, you find that, yes, the president of Activision, not Bobby Kotick, but uh, Bob Kosich uh, here, uh, sits at the board of this. And it makes it seem a little bit more devious than we were led on. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem like you're being all that faithful or truthful. And it just seems like you're kind of trying to save face. And... That's why, to me, you know, Sean and I were joking, uh, uh, you know, on one of his streams of like, so you're going to boycott the Game Awards? And I was literally like, you're in this situation as a creator. What do you do? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, of course we have to cover it. It's literally the biggest event in gaming, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah. Because over here, I, I care and sympathize with those developers. Absolutely. And... You know, to me, 
those people are hurt and they're hurting and they're no different than Kojima. Uh, Kojima. He's just a household name. These are dozens of folks that have been threatened, have been hurt um, by Activision Blizzard. Yeah. And the thing that angers me the most is that Jeff Keighley has these little, like, you know, future class events where it's like, oh, we're going to showcase people and what they do and whatnot. And I saw a lot of energy, like we did. We threw our hat in the ring yeah. for these awards. Hey, come, come, you know, whatever. And I did not see the same energy from those creators that I did for that future class. And on the same exact token, I saw a lot of big creators out there not saying anything. And Kyle, like, I'm tired of punching with the kid gloves. Like, I'm incredibly disappointed in Parasilly. This man has built a, a, a reputation of speaking so well and speaking truth to power and talking about inclusivity and diversity in video games. And literally an hour before the chaos, he posted something along the lines of, oh, man, it's been three years since I've been able to come back here. I'm so happy to be back. And then this chaos ensued. And the next tweet we see from him is an ad for PlayStation. Hmm. And it's like, we're out here busting our butt. We're a small podcast of a few thousand. But our whole thing is we don't ever want you to feel alone. We want to at least sympathize with you and you know tell you that we're right there with you. Yeah. Um, and so, like, to me, I have no problems, no qualms speaking out and saying this this isn't right. If you're going to use your platform this way and going to pick and choose when you do it um, to, f you know, defend Kojima, but not these developers. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And when I see creators where we've talked about building more inclusive and more diverse uh, uh, crowd in this field. Well, like, it's awesome that, you know, to see people of color unbox Xboxes. But what would be way cooler what well, way cooler if I was a little kid, Kyle, and I saw a Hispanic person speak truth to power on a stage willing to lose it all for the sake of speaking that truth. That is way cooler than unboxing anything or taking a Snapchat of a, of a chair. It's way cooler than that. That is way more inspirational. That's how you actually use your fucking voice. And I'm tired. I'm really tired of, you know, for the sake of us feeling good about ourselves and making us feel better. We have to like dance around things. And in order of doing that, we just made the space a whole lot worse. So I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it, Kyle, all on all sides, just tired. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know if I can add anything to that. Uh, That's been my Ted talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love and support you. That's one of the reasons why I love you so much is you are not afraid to speak your mind about things. And Kyle, yeah, you think you're going to get in the future class next year? I don't know. <laughs> you think I'm ever going to get on a stage of a game award? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> you think uh, I kind of blew my chances there? <laughs> I don't know. Just say fuck the Oscars and maybe yeah, something will happen. Yeah, fuck the Oscars. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I. I don't know what else to add. Like you, you, you nailed it. But like, I, I also, I also agree completely with you with the, with the, the, the story that we just read it with Je the Jeff situation is yeah. I, I've seen that before with many other different awful things that has been happening. And a lot of prominent people don't speak about it and, and, and kind of use in my eyes, use us, the smaller creators 
to do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. And then they are they're sitting there. It's like, oh, they, they are speaking about it. Like, it is being brought up. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to waste my precious Twitter. And, like, shout out to people like Jess Howard. Who's oh, like absolutely. one of the new editors at, at, at GameSpot. Absolutely. Who Jess is, is awesome. literally phenomenal and just amazing at everything she does. And her going to task because yeah. she she's she was saying the same things I was saying of just like you know I think a lot a lot of smaller creators out there we kind of know it and we kind of have to bite our tongue about it and I'm just tired of doing it I'm just tired I like I understand I'm never gonna speak at a game awards never wanted it in the first place I know it ruins my chances with doing you know this side of the other thing but if I'm not being truthful to myself and my audience why the fuck am I doing this and yeah. sorry for the cuss but it's really true it's like why am I doing this Exactly. Just to go I, kiss someone's butt. And I want to okay. shout out people that have big audience, like Jonathan Dornbush and Brian Altano, for mm-hmm. speaking truth and saying it respectfully as well. Yes. Yeah. And, and so we did see some, but I would like to see a lot of it because a lot of us, I feel like we preach this, we need to be more inclusive or we need to be more diverse. And then what really just ends up happening is you have just a different brand of the same. Right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's just, it's a shitty situation. And I think we need to do better as a, as a group, as a unit. Because even his, his response, as we've read, um, isn't great. So It's my, very, it's very PR. Yeah. It's very much trying to save face because I guarantee his men- mentions on Twitter and all social media were through the roof. And he was yeah. like, you know what, let me, let me get together. Let me write some up to potentially stop the flood uh, from coming in. And it was a, a Band-Aid over a bullet hole. Yeah. The, it, it's If he doesn't start the show with a statement, and it's – or even even worse, mm. if it the show starts with a hype video <laughs> and then he, he does a thing yeah, and then he goes to a world premiere – and that's, that's not what I want. I And that's I, the thing. A lot of I us are just like. I want the show to start with him saying, I am with you, Activision and Blizzard employees. Yeah. What you're going through is terrible. I I, I stand with you. And, and we as a gaming industry are beside you in your battle to get what is right and overturn the the ugliness that has been going on for such a long time throughout throughout video games and it's if he doesn't start the show with some kind of heartfelt statement not gonna happen i know it's not gonna happen joe but i'm gonna be so disappointed i'm not even looking for that i'm literally just like i just don't want them at the show and again it's it my the whole thing too is like it's your show you run it the way you want. I'm not here to dictate to you, but I'm also here to tell you, you did do this for yeah. your friend. So maybe do this, have that same energy for things that actually happened. Yeah. I'm uh, just, or, I'm sorry, just that have happened as well to other people. I'm just envisioning like the time, I believe it was 2016, mm-hmm. um, where the, um, the awful tragedy at the, uh, the gay nightclub. Right. Yeah. And each, each presentation started with a heartfelt statement from each of the heads of, of the respective brands. And like, I, that was a very great gesture throughout. Yeah. Uh, But I just, 
Jeff, if you want this to be a celebration of games, yeah. we can't celebrate when a huge part of games is so toxic and ugly and disheartening. We can't. And honestly, I, I I think at this point it's not about a celebration of games. It's just another, you know, it's just Walking the one last advertisement for the holidays and for the six months to a year out at this point. I mean, there are a lot of comments that are now going, dude, this is way too many announcements. Like, I get it. You need to bring people in here, but like, this is a lot. And this should be about a celebration. That's why I'm happy to announce that the trophy room awards doesn't have any ads. No ads. It doesn't, it doesn't have any world premieres. Nope. It doesn't have an Activision blizzard. Absolutely not. Uh, we're just here to celebrate the developers who make these games. And trust me when I say, because Jeff Keighley won't and I will, uh, we're definitely going to have something that's going to celebrate, uh, you know, our fallen brothers, sisters uh, for the past year or two, because it's been a rough one. And we need to remember the, these people that have gotten us through it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to be the, the only way. To be is to be better. So that's what we're going to do. And we may be a small outfit here, but you know what? Gosh darn it. It's worth it. All right, Kyle. Oh, yes. Whew. That's a whole lot of nothing to get angry about. Let's let's get well, angry about yeah. actual something. Yeah. Let's uh let's all be our own versions of Chris Hansen, shall we? Yeah. Uh Steve Watts over at GameSpot writes, Sony Fire's executive allegedly seen in Citizen Pedophile Sting. Sony is fired. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Just wait. One sec. (laughs) Did you expect to ever say those words on this podcast? Never. Never once. What world that we live in, Kyle? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no. The the three words together, citizen pedophile state, is something I never thought I would say or talk about. For the people in the know, that's a CPS, son. A uh, different CPS because CPS is Child Protective Services. Although we're protecting those kids, we are protecting those kids. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sony has fired a senior PlayStation executive who allegedly appeared in a pedophile sting video organized by a citizen YouTube channel. Senior Vice President of Engineering George Cachipo. George the pedophile was quickly terminated <laughs> from the company after allegedly appearing in the video. <laughs> organized by the YouTube channel People vs. Preds. Quote, we are aware of the situation and the employee in question has been terminated from employment, Sony said in an emailed statement to CNET. According to the video, a sting decoy claimed to be a 15-year-old boy met with George through Grindr and exchanged pictures and discussed sex acts. Uh, George allegedly said his name was Jeff and gave his address where the sting took place. A cameraman confronted a man who appeared to be George and was wearing a PS5 shirt. The man walked back into the house and closed the door without answering. People vs. Pred says it sent its evidence to the San Diego District Attorney. According to his LinkedIn profile, George has been a senior VP of engineering at Sony, working on the PlayStation Network for the last eight years. Holy shit on so many levels. First off, Kyle, I love the recovery. That one caught me off guard. <laughs> Secondly. I can't say this man's last name. And I don't I care to. I get I don't, it. I, I don't care to, to learn either. Yeah. First off, what an awesome hobby to have. Like catching like oh, assholes. Yeah. Like that's oh, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we talk like there's a podcast about PlayStation. Like these people are over here like actually making the community better you know yes absolutely like that's awesome as hell i did not know these things existed um 
And when I saw this news, Kyle, I actually didn't think it was true in the beginning, just because how it was like, it was just tweeted out by a handle of like no source. And like, you see like a bright light on a guy's face and a, yeah. you know, a chat scroll and you're like that chat scroll, you could generate those. And I don't know who the fuck this guy is. And it's just very convenient. He's wearing a PlayStation five shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> what are you, what are your thoughts on this story, Kyle? It's it's bizarre, but also awesome that he's you know out of of seat of power. Oh yeah, I'm I'm happy that the actions were were swift. Um, I'm glad there wasn't like a time period of uh, internal investigation. I'm sure there probably is, but they made sure they you know get him out as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, one less creep on the street is I'm I'm very happy. Uh, that he got caught and they, these people did their thing. Um, I feel like you have a joke loaded cause you're holding back a laugh. You're like, you're like, Joe, you're not going to, right? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> His name was, and I just, when, when you hear Jeff, I just think he's like, so what's your name? My name? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I also, as I was right reading it, it was in my brain. Um, the one thing that is alarming. All right. So joke fade away. I think it was appropriate, but, the internet will let me know. Uh, the VP of engineering at Sony working on the PlayStation network, which a part of that is like to make sure that these perverts aren't on the internet streets. Very much so. Yeah. And so to know that this guy was the head of that, it <sighs> kind of makes me sick. Yeah. But also it's just like, you know, it makes you wonder like, did he leave like, you know, the door open for this to possibly happen there. Like, what is your mind thinking when, like, you're a gross person putting in a system in place to keep gross people like you away? It's nuts. Yeah. Um, But it's also how you got caught as well. It just kind of shows. Like, you could call it privilege, call it what you want, but, like, this guy, uh, just bonehead. Like. Also, like. It's very clear that he was wearing a PS5 shirt to act cool to these children. Oh, you think that's what it was? 100%. Okay. Because I'm like, why? 100%. Because that's like, uh, I'm sorry, this is a touchy subject or something. But like in the insurrection, that one guy that wore his like, <laughs> like his work, work badge land. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah his work land. And like the FBI saw him in like two seconds flat. That's like the equivalent here. It's like, Dude, we're, dude, you're you're wearing the uniform while committing a crime. Come on. Exactly. God, it's gross. Now, here's the awesome thing, because awesome Dave writes in with the not, and I'm gonna I'm gonna allow this word. Good. Just for this, with the not banger actions of the Sony exec and him getting the boot so quickly, will we see other companies start to take these things seriously? And to I sure add on, so hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And to add on that Jedi master Ren writes in to add to this, what are your thoughts on the swift action by Sony and PlayStation to get him out with everything going on at Activision? This is a great step in the right direction for the gaming industry in fighting these disgusting bigots. You are definitely right. Yeah. Um, this is I awesome. Ju- I I hope every executive board is, is sees this, and, and I would hope they have a chat and be like, yeah, no, we are 
just says no nonsense about this because I, I I don't know how you feel about the show. I feel like we are together in this. I feel like most common people uh, are together with this. I'm anti-pedophile, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, don't you don't mess with kids. No, in, yeah, in, I'll break in your any legs. form. Kid, yeah. kid, it, it, you don't mess with anybody, but especially mm-hmm. kids. Like, yeah. that... Ooh, that makes me that makes my blood boil. Yeah, Uncle Kai Kai uh, is gonna fight it. Oh, Uncle Kai Kai is gonna go down to that person's principal office yeah. and knock some shit out of them. Uh, yeah, no, I I I hope everyone's looking at this like, yeah, we need to be just as swift and and no nonsense about this in, in case this does come up. Yeah, because this is this is something like where it is. It's not like outward facing. You're not gonna look at somebody and be like, oh, this person's into little boys or little girls yeah. you know what i mean that it definitely needs to have like these citizen sting operations which uh hope become more and more prevalent I, it sounds I, cool as shit dude really like, does it makes me like like is there some like is there a group out there i'd love to join in on this you oh, find yeah. them and you just beat the shit out of them <laughs> yes I'm like catch them on tape i'll wear you know a bat hood and yeah, uh-huh. a cowl and i will call my name Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Punch him. God, that, that's great. Yeah, no, okay, to get serious, because I know it's such a like serious topic and we're I trying know. to deflect. Yeah, we're comedy. making light of a very heavy thing. Here's the thing. This is awesome to see a company so large take action so fast. Like this happened like at like Friday night into Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And it took a little over 24 hours for Sony to find out, hear about it, investigate it, and boot them. And yeah. um it would make sense that like Activision maybe want to look into that. Bobby Kotick was personal friends with Jeffrey Epstein and Jeffrey Epstein had him on his personal trips to that Island that everybody's talking about. Makes you and that think. Bobby Kotick was in one of those blue or sorry, uh, black books uh, from, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, a known pedophile, just letting you know, Activision, that that's a thing. It's a thing. It, it's no knowledge. Known. Like you can I- look it up. It's there. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for, man? It's it's, it's not hearsay. It's Boy. like it, it yeah. It's a thing that exists and that has happened and that they were personal friends. You know? Just makes you think. Now here's the thing, you never know who you're going to hire. Right? Yeah. Like you'll know who you're hiring professionally. You never know who they are behind the scenes and what they do at their house and whatever. There's only so much like a, a background check can uncover. Yeah. And like, so, I'm sure they're not going like, oh, let me investigate your grinder account right. before we hire you. That's not going to be. A- yeah. And so like t- to to a company like Sony, yeah, probably take, you know, caught off guard. But for the, something so serious, you want to take immediate action. I'm glad they did. And yeah. goodbye to your severance, you dumb piece of shit. Yeah, That's yeah, all I got to say. You have a lot more to worry about than the that severance too. payment. <laughs> Hope you like prison food, my man. For a long time. All right. Whew. Well, got that one out of the way. That one yeah. felt again. It's really awesome that like people are doing some street justice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, bring Chris Hansen back. He has to be Please. fighting the good fight somewhere. All right, Kyle. It's time for some flash news. That's right. I have no idea how to, (laughs) no idea how to pivot. The Matrix Awakens 
God damn it, Kyle. <laughs> the Matrix Awakens Unreal 5 tech demo can be downloaded, pre-downloaded, on Xbox Series consoles and the PlayStation 5. This is a quote from a tweet. Get ready for a glimpse into the future of interactive storytelling and entertainment with the uh, UE5 in a free bounty-pushing cinematic and real-time tech demo created by members of the original movie team, including uh, Lana Wachkowski, uh, along with the Epic Games and partners. The Matrix Awakens, an Unreal 5, okay, an Unreal 5 experience is wild is a wild ride into the reality-bending universe of the Matrix and features performances by Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss, who I have a huge crush on. Yeah. That wasn't in the tweet, that was just me saying it out loud. Yeah. Kyle. Cool. Are you into the Matrix? Uh, I'm not a gigantic uh, fan. Um, I I I thought I was it until my brother showed me the fight in Matrix Two, with uh, Morpheus and the agents on the highway. So, fun fun fact: I saw that movie in theater with some Same. friends. Don't remember anything at all. Fair. Like I have to rewatch them because I don't remember. I all I remember is the Neo, you know, the backwards and yeah. slow motion the bullet. It's literally and red pill, red pill, blue pill. That's pretty much all I remember. Fair. It's pretty much just like theatrical anime. Yeah. It's like Western yeah, yeah. anime for the mm-hmm. most part, and that's why people dug it so much. But it got a little bit too anime, I feel like, at the end. I mean, yeah, it was it was the Animatrix, which yeah. was all animated. I mean, Animatrix was really cool, but like they had like this weird blend at the end of like Anime meets Jesus on the cross, and I was just like, okay, sure, all right, we don't yeah, like yeah. literally at the end fight, like there's a big cross of light. It's like, man, beat me over the head, Catholicism. <laughs> I get it. Um, so yeah, it's cool to cool. see an Unreal Engine five thing though, and I, and another Keanu one. Reeves, Keanu yeah. Reeves in 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 UE five. Holy crap, he look. I'm, we're almost there. We're almost there. This looking way too real. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, here's a just a little s- a snippet. Horizon Zero Dawn, sorry, Horizon Forbidden West details on the PlayStation blog. You want to read all about it. We're trying to be, you've gotten enough info, right? Yeah. So we're just, we, there's more of it, but these gifts, y'all need to check t- check a look at these gifts. Ooh. Are they from SUNY Legend? Is he doing yep. these for them? Yeah. Uh, I could tell. Uh, wow. It, just fantastic. I don't know if this because of the way he captures them. Uh-huh. Or if this is actually what in the game, but it feels like the camera's a little closer mm. when it's melee focused. I feel like it's more you're more up close and personal with these enemy fighters than we were in the first one. Yeah, I, yes, I I do feel like there's a sense of uh, intimacy uh, in the melee combat. Um, there's like a cool thing that you get to do where you like hit them twice. And, like, there's actually now, like, a dodge mechanic that Aloy can do. So, like, she hits this guy twice, dodges, jumps on him, like, jumps on his chest, jumps, and then, like, shoots an arrow. And, like, that was awesome. Some of the stealth takedowns kind of reminded me of Ghost of Tsushima a little bit. Um, Her hair animation. Uh, Me and Jadis Von Metal, we we get it. (laughs) We were freaking out. And, like, just how how the animations of each strand were just... Mm -hmm going it was nuts my my favorite is the way that that clip ended mm. where she puts this little uh balloon landmine or something yes. 
and she just sets it after she beats somebody up and then she goes down a zip line and it explodes behind her and the explosion like moves her hair forward with the blast yeah and it's, it's like that cool guys don't look back walking away from explosion <laughs> thing i'm like oh man aloy i can't wait to play this game yeah yeah it looks fan freaking tastic yeah. Um, and then immediately I was like, you know what? Maybe Elden Ring needs to get pushed back. Maybe that's what we need to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just yeah, need yeah, to yeah. give me some goddamn time. I mean, because... there's a week in between. <sighs> I know that's cutting it close. <laughs> just saying cutting that. It, is cutting like... it real close. Cutting it real close. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, this, those, those gifts, chef's kiss. And just how some of the AI are just how they track you and how they react to you is wild. There's something awesome where like there's a strider right about to like jump kick you and you do this cool slide and then you zoom in with your bow. Cause there's like another strider right in front of you and you just, you're connecting each shot and it just looks like it feels so rewarding. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, Fortnite chapter three is out. Here's the next one on the, on the flash news. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this folks? I've heard of that. there. Fortnite. new map, new battle pass. The rock is in it. And Spooderman web slings, and people are saying, better than the Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> and uh, I get where you guys are coming from, but, like, come on, let's not leaps and bounds. Yeah, come no. on. But Spider-Man's in it, so I'm gonna, like, I'm, I'm back. Sure, Spider-Man shooting some guns. Pew, pew. Nothing, nothing says Spider-Man like an AR-15, Kyle. I would have loved it if... For all these characters, because it is so jarring for them to be holding rifles. Yeah. Especially with Spider-Man. Instead of picking up the guns, he sits there for a second and reworks it into a cartridge. <laughs> it's like, thwip, so thwip, it makes sense. Like but shotgun shells. <laughs> <and> like- <laughs> Popping out of your wrist. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, I don't know if that's how weapons should work. All right. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's cool that they've implemented his the whip there it's also like now when you cut down trees they're actually falling down and actually fall in the environment so like you could kind of create cover for yourself so there's a lot of cool things also they added new sliding mechanics when you're shooting so you could shoot while sliding and if you you could get scopes yeah you could get scopes where it turns it into first person when shooting and joseph really liked that so i'm gonna check this out because i've been getting a little bit too heated in halo maybe joseph needs a break because everybody tells him he needs a break because he's getting a little bit too sweaty and he just can't stop <laughs> but uh you know this is why i don't play on mine hey hey <laughs> these kids just these people need to hold the oddball <laughs> it's so simple of a concept hold it uh. Spider-Man Remastered gets two suits inspired by the upcoming Spider-Man movie. Uh, I'm also here to remind you yet again that I cried on the toilet while watching Spider-Verse 2 trailer. Why did I need to share it the second time? Yet the first? I don't know. But I'm here and we're doing it. We're, we're in it together, you know? Uh, every time I see Spider-Man Remastered, I'm like, Ooh, is it time for me to jump back in? Or should I still hold off until Spider-Man 2? I am absolutely doing all Spider-Man related things the week into probably even just starting tonight while I'm editing. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm watch Spider because I, you know what? I watched Spider-Man two. Kyle. Yeah. Holds up so damn well. That fight scene holds up ridiculously well. I watched it for the first time I think last year. Mm-hmm. And did not enjoy it as much as I remember. So I might have to. It definitely shows its age for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Captain Logan writes in, The irony of Spider-Man being on Fortnite after getting released in a console-exclusive Avengers really does go to show how disgusting console-exclusivity deals can be. Beyond that, do you think Fortnite will ever have... Well, sorry, will Fortnite... What's wrong with me today? Beyond that, do you think Fortnite, comma, will have the better Spider-Man gameplay, comma, compared to the Avengers, question mark? And follow-up, has Insomniac ruined Spider-Man for every other company that has to follow suit? Uh, yes to the yes. follow-up. Yeah. Um, Feel real bad. I I just, I find it hard to compare Spider-Man shooting a gun to Spider-Man fighting with Avengers melee combat based. Yeah. I, I also, just, f- I find it hard to compare the two. But I, yeah. I think from what I've seen of the swinging, only swinging, I do think Fortnite is a little bit better, a little yeah. bit more fluid, it looks like. But And if I could just say this as well, I do think we're going to get a PlayStation exclusive Spidey thing. Like, I think the advanced suit is going to make its way to Fortnite. Absolutely will. No. Oh, so. uh, another little thing of Flash News that yeah. we didn't have written down, but I just remembered. Uh, you can go get the Aloy outfit in Fall Guys. There oh. is a event where you have to collect Blaze canisters uh, to unlock the Aloy outfit in Fall Guys. Wow. It's a lot of close partnerships between Epic and, uh, and PlayStation. And PlayStation, right? I mean, with partners show with all the, and, with all the yeah. money PlayStation put into Epic. Seems like, uh, you know, it's paying off a little bit. Yeah, looks like, looks like. Hey, Kyle, are you holding on to something, man? I pray to God you are. Yes. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals dropping into PlayStation Now. Here's a list of PlayStation Now games for the month of December. GTA 3, the definitive edition. John, John Wick Hex. John Wick. I love John that guy. Wick. Dude, that guy's voice is so good. So right. good. Final Fantasy X and yes. X2 HD Remaster. So good. Nailed it. And Splitlings will be available to, to subscribers on December 7th. Splitlings? What is Splitlings? I don't know. You got to look it up? Yeah. Just, We've had a ton of questions litter the show, and I want to thank everybody for sharing them with us. But we have one last question. This comes from No Fate. Who writes in, what games have you recently enjoyed playing, but then lost all interest once you got the platinum? And what games do you keep returning to that you wish had a few more trophies? Great question. Hmm. I keep on fiddling with this marker, and I know I shouldn't. Kyle? What what game did I just lose all interest once I got the platinum in? Can I tell you? Yeah, go for it. Every game I planned them. It's pretty, yeah. I'm trying to think other than like a almost live service game. Like I, yeah. I think of MLB the show. I go back every once in a while now. I'm not as hardcore as I was, but uh, every once in a while I'll go in and play some, some baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Kind of once I have the platinum, mm-hmm. I don't feel the need to go back. Although I am itching. To get uh, to go back to Last of Us Part Two, okay. I I want to I want to do uh, uh, crushing, not crushing, grounded, the Oof. grounded uh, difficulty. Oof. All right. Uh, see, what are games that you keep returning to that you wish you had more trophies? Is it Last of Us? 
No. Give me more fun things to do in Spider-Man. Yeah, that's just a great open world that we overlook yep. mm-hmm. because Red Dead came out and it had horseball physics and we pretend that we're impressed. <laughs> just throw like a like a mini villain in there. Yeah. Just like some gang hideouts or whatnot. I'm I'm down. Absolutely. Yeah. Before we close out the show and talk about what we've been playing, real quick, Kyle, I want to give a shout out to our um, British and Australian fans who have listened to oh, yes. us talk about um, of the ashes of cricket. <laughs> yeah, they have tried to explain it. in depth what cricket is to oh, me. It's wild. Hold on, I want to. I want to see who. Please. Was it the good sir? I think the good sir. I think Rick Arrington, and I think Dewani Rockshit was like, "Let me sit you down and talk about this." But uh, I, or maybe it was, maybe it was. I forgot who it was. But when they were like, "Yeah, did you know that they're so long that they stop and have tea in the middle of a match?" They have they have a tea party in the middle of the match. It's wild. <laughs> and they have like the, the like, think of a tea party, right? Yeah. And think of the little sandwiches. Yep. They have that in the middle of the match because it takes so long. But no one has come. It was it was uh, Rick. Rick. No one has come and defined what the rules are in this game. They're all talking about like, yeah, it's like a hoop ball. It's ball in a stick. <laughs> and you have a tea party in the middle of this. And also, like, the Aussies are kind of like, all right, we're, we're over this sport. This sport is, we're over it. We don't even know what it is. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I hear of the ashes, and I'm thinking a, a Lord of Cinder is going to pop out of Jersey Stadium. That's a legit my thought. Yeah. God. I Good on you song. guys. Good on you guys. Hey, Kyle, is there anything you've been playing, man? Well, what you have been playing? Uh, It's been a little bit of a drought. Uh, I know there's a lot of things that I should be playing. But last night and then today... I was like, I have to. I have to put more time into this game before A, the Game Awards on Thursday, mm. and B, before the, the true Game Awards uh, that we are running here on the Trophy Room. Trophy room. Uh, that's Deathloop. I pushed it off for too too long. I, will, I hop back in, um, and I'm digging it. Mm. I'm not over the moon yet, Um. But I am digging it. I'm enjoying uncovering clues, which will unlock another part of the puzzle. And Mm. and when I complete a whole row of them, it'd be like, okay. And then a little, one of those little cartoon vignettes where it's like, okay, this is what the plan is going to be. I can take two of them out at the same time during sexy time. That's the one I just did uh, before, uh, before we hopped on here. Um, Nice. So yeah, Death of it is fun. I, I have some like legendary weapons that I've infused to make sure that they stay with me. And yep. I don't think I'm going to use anything else. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh-oh. You're falling too comfortable with it. I mean, but those double sidearms that transform into an SMG is pretty dope. <laughs> those are pretty do- those dope. Those are pretty yeah. dope. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to really thoroughly go through each path and, and do everything. Um, talk about trophy list. That trophy list is a little confusing. Yes. Pretty big. Yeah, it, I, I think I'm going to platinum it during the Christmas break because I feel like I can do it in just one fail swoop sure. but it will take a weekend so i i, I want to make sure i do it yeah. during the when you, when break. you decide to do that let, let me know so we can uh i can invade your game as juliana and get okay. those oh. uh but yeah death loop is 
Death Loop is fantastic. It is one of the best games of the year. It's just it's not completely crushing it for me. Yeah. Okay. Although the the Colt and Juliana's back and forth is so good. I know, dude. So good. <laughs> I know. It's so fucking great. Um so I've been playing a little game called Death Store. Yeah. I am at the part where I left on Xbox uh-huh. because just other things happened. And I'm scared that other things are going to happen on Wednesday, <laughs> December I, 8th. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got I got like 24 hours to beat this thing before Halo Infinite's uh, uh, yeah. single player comes out. So I got I got to really, I really do have to beat this game because it is so much fun. But I do see the flaws that you were talking about on last week's show. It's like, yeah, it's more of the same. It's like yep. solve a few puzzles, mm-hmm. beat a wave of enemies here, and you kind of rinse and repeat over and over again. And I'm thinking that's what lost the 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 loop for me the first time yeah yeah so, i will yeah. say the end game thing is cool oh yeah there is there is a little twist uh to get the true ending okay uh there is some cool things that that happen uh afterwards i do want to have a humble brag for just a second could i please do um i do want to say that i got a macbook pro well, okay, Mister Moneybags. Uh, just because I felt like to treat yourself, my MacBook's been is about six years old. It's about time. Uh-huh. And goddamn, these this keyboard. First off, the keyboard on the old Mac, awful. I hated it. The keyboard <laughs> on the new Mac is worth of what you've been playing because, oh my god, I don't want to type on anything else. It's, it's a dream. It's a dream, and I love it. <laughs> And I can't wait to try some cloud gaming on it. I really nice. I find that interesting. But yeah, I've been very busy, and you're gonna find out why about two weeks. I can finally start talking about it. Anytime now. (laughs) Anytime now. Uh, Before before forget Spitlings. Oh yeah. Is a chaotic action arcade game for one to four players. It puts you in control of the titular Spitlings, charming rectangular creatures with teeth. They can spit at bubbles or use the jump. Your goal is to, your goal is simple but hard to achieve. Get rid of all the bubbles bouncing around the screen. So that is that game. I like how you didn't look at my face. Nope. Video watchers got I, a treat. I could not watch your face while I was doing that. Brandon English writes in. This is the last one. This is the last one. I promise. Okay. Almost forgot because they wrote in via email. That's oh. right. That's right. Either though, I don't. Per- I didn't partic- personally participate in your giveaways last year i enjoyed when you did some i thought it would be fun to do a screenshot contest of the first year of playstation 5 you could have people post their best screenshots from playstation 5's first year and vote slash decide on the top three maybe give a one month membership to patreon with two patreon benefits for the first prize and anyway i know you guys are busy at the end of the year and looking forward to more podcasts keep up the great work what a great idea yeah it's fantastic so here's the deal i think i'm i'm, I'm here to announce two giveaways while someone crashes through the ceiling of kyle's no I, one of my nieces came down oh. and she's making all the noise <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> so here's the deal. Give me your best screenshot, right? So go to PS Trophy Room, add us at PS Trophy Room, and then do PS Screenshot. And send us your best screenshot. And at the end of the year, I will give you, I think, a free, what's that? Can I can I rework the, the hashtag thing? Please. What is it? Uh, here's my trophy shot. 
Okay. Because we're the trophy room. PS, PS screenshot is a little too generic. You're right. You're right. So, how about trophy shot? Trophy shot. Yeah. Less wordy. There you go. Yeah, that so, we'll have it in the description as well since we probably confused you. <laughs> so, give us a screenshot, your favorite one you've put this year, or maybe a picture of your PlayStation 5 um, of the first year. And then put trophy shot hashtag at us as well. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. At the end of the year on New Year's, We'll announce the winner, and you get hey. a free month of uh, PlayStation Now. Oh yeah, I think it would be nice. And you know what? Just because we talked about Horizon Zero Dawn, and I thought, when should For we announce? Midwest. Did I say it again? You did. Damn it, fake fan. Since I, I, I was really def- like trying to decide when's the best time to do the giveaway for Horizon Forbidden West. Let's start it right here, right now. Ooh, okay. So, Kyle. We are at 211 reviews on Apple Podcasts in the U.S. Mm-hmm. My goal for next year is to get us to 300 reviews on the Apple U.S. side. Ready for this? Only 89 more. Only 89 more, which seems like a lot, but come on, we're the trophy room. Gosh yeah, darn it. We're also worldwide 289 oh. reviews worldwide. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. If we hit... By February, we have two months to do this, 350 worldwide reviews on Apple Reviews or Apple Podcasts, bam, you're entered to win a copy of Horizon Forbidden West. Almost did it again. If we then also hit 300 reviews on Apple Podcasts on the U.S. side, I'm going to throw in an extra copy. Oh, just an extra copy? Just an extra copy. Look at, look at you. So there you go. There's your chances to win Horizon Forbidden West for the PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5. Again, we have until February 18th. Is that when it comes out? I believe so. Oh, goodness. If I did that, that's mental gymnastics I just achieved. Or I, I'm, I'm thinking maybe the Uncharted movie and it's the 20th. No, February 18th. Oh, Horizon. I did it. Yeah. For, all right. First try. So that's the rules. That's how you participate. Toss us a review, five stars. Tell us why you love us. Tell you why you like us. All that good stuff. It really does help us out when we read those. The bundle of confidence we get. Oh, boy. Yeah, for sure. Oh, boy. All right. With that said, Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we head on out of here? Uh, sure. I like to spotlight myself, Mr. K step on Twitter, PSN and Xbox. You can follow all the indie game coverage that we are doing over at six one indie.com. That's S I X O N E I N D I E.com. And, uh, Hey Skylar, what's your favorite thing about Aloy? Say it out loud. What's your favorite thing? She's got nothing. She's speechless. I put her on the spot. Quick time's ticking. That she kills robots. That's her favorite thing about Aloy. She kills those <laughs> robot dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's been it. Thank you so much for everyone who uh, did write us in for Future Class, even though we didn't get it. And it is like, as Joe spoke about it so eloquently earlier, just the fact that you took your time out of your day and put us down, it means a lot to us. Uh, yes. No matter what happens. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all so much. And you're right. I totally forgot that now. I seem like a big old jerk. But yes, thank you, 
Kyle for, for adding that in. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you find your podcast service of choice, or you can also find us over on Twitter at PS Trophy. You can find me over at Mr. Bad Bit. And make sure you give us and drop us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Get a chance to win Horizon Forbidden West. Go for it. Have fun. And also, if you're already entered or you've already given us a five-star review, don't worry about it. You can update it if you want, but don't worry about it. You're already entered. And if you're a patron, guess what? You're also already entered. Boom. Bam. Because patrons are so nice, we added you in twice. So with all that said, and with all of that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. See you on Thursday night. Bye.